Division 2 continues to receive tweaks and outright overhauls to address gameplay and core mechanics with what many say is a parallel to its predecessor's fundamental issues. More after this. With episode one update on the horizon, hoping to address some of these fundamental issues, July 17th State of the Game adds information regarding discovery difficulty for the Operation Dark Hours raid and the new Shepard system. But before we get into that, episode one is coming Tuesday, July 23rd for year one pass holders and included are two brand new main missions, two classified assignments, and the first investigation area of the new Expeditions feature. Episode 1 will also carry a major overhaul of the skill system, although we don't know what that overhaul entails as of yet. There's also a base of operations rework in the process. For easier access, some services have been added to the helipad at the Boo in Episode 1, so now you can find your stash and crafting bench recalibration and matchmaking right there. Let's talk a little more about the Shepherd system. The developers have this to say, quote, the Shepherd system is designed to encourage players to support each other and reward them for lending a helping hand. So with this system, you'll answer calls for backup and get endorsements from the players you help once you've finished and raise your Shepherd level, eventually receiving rewards and a Shepherd icon next to your name. While the introduction of the Shepherd system is a nifty idea for players already involved with those particular activities, it does little, if anything, to address a driving component in viewership and engagement, PvP. With these generalized updates that we receive in State of the Games, we can't expect to have a great deal of detail. However, when I see a new mechanic enter into the game, I can't help but think, what is the PvP community going to get out of it? The vocal PvP community still looks for developers to address what are considered glaring flaws in the dark zone. Now, we've had public test servers that have been implemented to gather intel from the player base, as well as surveys and open conversations on social media outlets in an attempt to leave no one out. Nevertheless, there are parts of the community that feel unheard or even ignored. Interestingly, Ubisoft's first quarter report lists Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Rainbow Six Siege, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Watch Dogs, and Roller Champions with notable performances, and in the case of Siege, several bullet points of good news. The Division 2 also makes the list stating, quote, the industry's biggest hit since the beginning of the year, end quote, and further explains this is based on units sold. But the exodus of many who are considered the division's most watched content creators and current Twitch viewer numbers tell a different story, many of whom have broadened their scope by playing Elder Scrolls Online or Gears of War or Destiny 2, just to name a few. It seems the developers expected that the core mechanics, loot, Talents, skills, RNG, PvP, and its new inclusive format, etc., would need little adjustment. They now have a substantial amount of core to reconsider. The focus 
remains on fixing fundamental issues and balancing community feedback. Developers implied pre-release core fundamentals would be improved in the Division 2 because they started development with the end game in mind, and the player base assumed that the developers hit the sweet spot with the lessons learned from the Division 1. Shortly after Division 2's March release, players had feedback, and in no small quantity. So what was it? Was it ego? Was it oversold? Was it stockholder influence? Is it too much like the Division 1, or is it not enough like the Division 1? There were definitely some needed quality-of-life improvements, and they were good, but there were also some that weren't so good. Is it brand sets? Is it recalibration? Nerfs? Is it buffs? Balances? Talents? Skills? (sighs) Chances are in your favor that you're right. There's a perfect storm of contributing factors. And those of us who have played or do play the game regularly expected to reach content gaps like any other game, knowing it would have its division-y issues. But the core game should be solid. In a short time after release, perceptions changed, and a much different reality presented itself. And keeping in mind that there's a slice of that base that are previous Division I players with an equal quantity of perspective. It's a lot to sort out. One thing is inexorably connected to another, and the community wants specific answers. Bottom line, they deserve it. In conclusion, while I'm certain we'll see a return of the Division 1's 1.6-1.7 era in Division 2, perhaps much sooner than the initial wait for those updates, Will Division 2 maintain its gravitational pull on player interest? We're all watching the updates with a steady eye and with fingers crossed that the next update will be God-rolled. But what God-rolled is depends on who you ask, and the developers have their own vision as well.